How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to it. It is a Monday night. Of ACDC to kick off the show tonight. Hello and welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network 1170 SEN in Sydney, SENQ 693 in Brizzy, 1620 on the Golden Coast, uh, our SEN track stations throughout New South Wales and Queensland, uh, SEN Fanatic, all those listening through the SEN, the app, uh, SEN and the app, whatever that is. Jeez, off to a great start. Uh, and all our listeners through SENZ. Uh, in New Zealand who are getting ready to take on India uh, in the first semi-final Wednesday night. And I can't speak. Is it Wednesday night, is it? Yeah, New Zealand and um, India, India is Wednesday night. South Africa, Australia on, on Thursday. Thursday night. And then the final Sunday, Sunday night. So we've that? had the Cricket World Cup go for 18 months. Yeah. And then everything's crammed into yeah, the yeah. last week. Scott Sattler, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And listeners, I hope you had a great weekend. I've got to say... Mm. I went to a function on Saturday, uh, which is a coaching function, which is which is a great day. Are actually. you making an announcement now no, no. on Sports Day that you're going into coaching? No. Oh no, not that's yet. Boring. Um, but in saying that, I did nothing other than that over the weekend. I, I honestly sweet bugger all. Yeah, I Same. watched that much TV; it was ridiculous. So did I, Scott. Robbie Williams. Man, what documentary. a documentary on on Netflix! I didn't realise he was 16 when he started with Take That. So. He's fourteen. I tried. I had. I had this discussion mm -hmm. with my with my wife, my miso. So. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm fifty three. I look younger than him, and he's forty nine. Do you agree or not agree? I agree. I mean, fat doesn't crack. <laughs> That's a saying in our household. <laughs> but I, I, seriously, he's oh, the stuff that he's put his body and mind through. Mm has really aged him. What I did like about it, I'm not giving anything away here, listeners, that um, he um, he did the documentary in a singlet and in his undies. How good. Laying on his bed. That's basically you every Sunday. That is me. That's my dream life. Like You're usually in your wife fronts when I come round and you've got <laughs> peanut butter all the way down your chest. Hey, um, I still wear a white singlet, though. But it's interesting. That's how I'm going to be spending my life when the girls, Anita and the girls, are going away for eight nights. That is going to be me mm. leading up to Christmas. Hey, big show tonight. Uh, we've got Steve Mitchell, the uh, CEO of the Titans, on. You're thinking, oh, why have we got Steve Mitchell on? Um, there's some news that came out over the weekend, read David Fafida, and how he's not a dead set lock at the Titans. I'm not saying position, by the way, before you no, say No, I'm not it. badge. I'm not going <laughs> to try and be funny. But um, he's not certain to be there in 2025. And and I my message to you was, but no, didn't they extend his offer until uh, the same like, at the same time they did Tino Fasua Malawi's? Yeah. But you quite rightly said, no, he's still got this clause. What What is what is this clause? Oh, the clauses, the clauses around, which is in his favour... And I've got to say, it's, it's it becomes a nervous time for Titans fans and their operations as well. Don't get me wrong; I think Desi will, I think Desi will be able to convince him because I think the Titans will go really well in twenty twenty four. 
But I think Desi will convince him and the, the style of his coaching, his philosophies, I think I think it'll be a, a match made in heaven for, for Feeder and and Desi. Um, well, up until round 10, he's got this option in his favour that he can make the call that he's going to go to the open market. Geez, that's disruptive, isn't it? It is disruptive, but all you've got to do is, you know, he'll know before round one whether he wants to stay or not. What, just through the pre-season? Well, just through his connection with the coach. I can see why Dave Fafita's manager asked it because... Wants more money. Well, no, not that. It's about... You don't reckon? Well, it's a new coach. Well, he's getting close to 900000 a little bit more anyway with his new deal. Dallium second row of the year. But um, his manager would have asked it because it's uncharted waters for David. He got this new coach. He's probably done his own research with players that he's played with and who have mm. played under Desi, and he's just going to sit back and see how he feels. But I've I got to say, I, I think I think Desi will do what Desi always does, and he'll he'll uh, sprinkle that magic water on the on the group, and they'll all buy in really really early. And I think he'll enjoy the environment. So, so your your prediction is he won't go anywhere. I don't think Dave will go anywhere. I don't think he will. So, but it is it, it does become a little bit disruptive because you are. If he hasn't made a decision before round one, mm. there's those questions that are constantly asked. And that's that could derail their season early. Oh, not derail. It's just... Well, it will. It's just be- the outside noise that you probably don't need. And um, and it, then it comes down to the individual, how they handle that that extra pressure on their game. Pinnacle's been on the text early. Good evening, gents. No rat. He has more days away than Albo. Oh. He does. I think I've explained this. Do you want me to explain it again? I explained it to, to Fletch earlier. So Rat's got three weeks off. We are halfway through that. Why has he got three weeks off? Oh, because he had a torrid World Cup. Oh. Right? So this mm. is why some of his predictions are going wrong. And you know what he's doing? He's just he's on he's scouring the internet every day for conspiracy theories yeah. and, and UFO sightings. Yep. But now he'll come back, I think it's Monday the twenty eighth of November yeah. and Tuesday, the following day. And then, <clears throat> deservedly so, he then takes seven weeks leave. But why? I, 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 because he's, I had a, he's had a big year. I would suggest don't talk about it. Why? Because I get... Look, you are getting so angry. Oh, I get pissed. Hey, language, and come then on. The, but most importantly, the listeners. I get annoyed. He, he's a very good negotiator. You've got the opportunity to negotiate half a year off like Rat has. Yeah. Why haven't you done that? Do you know, I've got to get a... <coughs> listeners, I've got to get a... Don't, mate. I've got to get, a, no, I've got to get a, a health test next Monday. And I said, well, you listen, I've, I've probably got to have Monday night off. And oh, what I, I say? You're not getting dragged through the ringer. Get so much off. so, he made me feel that guilty that I texted him over the weekend and said, don't worry about trying to find anyone else. And right. I just went, I'll turn okay. up. No worries. I'll turn up. Mate, so. seriously, is that what you think? Mm. Are you, that's why I asked other people to do the show. Yeah. But you're like, oh, I'm a hero. Uh, I'll come and do it. Hey, listen, I'm just seeing the uh, English Premier League ladder on TV at the moment in the studio. Is it? Is that it for Spurs? Now down to fourth? No, they're only two points behind the leaders, Man I'm City. Just, just checking. So they were leading 1-0 and got and conceded two goals in, yeah. in injury time. Like it'll lump it uh, coming up soon. Uh, if you want to get involved in the sh- in that, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The Kia top seven. Um, geez, we've really gone into uh, highlights from the weekend. We've gone sport. into deep water. <laughs> You're going to hear sports we haven't covered before, right? There was one thing that happened on the week. I didn't even know it existed, but it makes it. There's two things that you didn't know existed. One's in netball. 
Yeah. And another one's in cricket. Well, no, I knew about the one in cricket. Oh, did you? Did you know it was actually called what it's called? Oh, no, I learned that today. Yeah, yeah okay, I get yeah. you. I get yep. you. I get what you mean. Uh, Call the hook and tease in the biz. <laughs> that's people. right. The funny thing is we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, that's ridiculous. But some breaking news late this afternoon. I love this. And um, it involves one of our favourites of the show, uh, Jay Opatia. He's got his massive fight, his next massive fight coming up December 23. This is probably one of the biggest days in boxing sats on the calendar. And this has been reported by, I love this guy, Benny Damon, who, of course, is a, just a boxing tragic and covers the boxing on Fox Sports, listens to the show. So uh, shout out to you, Benny. He says, increasingly likely the cruiserweight king Jai Opatai's next fight will be on the huge 23rd of December show in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Headlined by the heavyweights Anthony Joshua up against Otto Wallen and Deontay Wilder up against the Kiwi Joseph Parker. So shout out to our Kiwi listeners Is that not well. the, that's the Fury fight day as well. That's meant to be December 23 as well. Mm, don't know. Fury one. Oh, you talk, you talking about Tommy Fury? Who no. was the one who, who was the fat bloke who fought a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Tyson Fury. No, he's not fighting again. They whoever who who took on the ex UFC fighter. Yeah, that was Tyson. He agreed to a fight on December 23 yeah. in Saudi Arabia. I know, I'd, I'd find it very difficult that he'd go through with it. Why? I was mesmerized by his back fat. I've got to tell you. You've mesmerised or jealous? Well, both. Yeah, but that, that's huge for Joy Opatai. That is, that is huge. And again, a lot of people didn't know who he was, but they're starting to realise that he's he's a uh, he's a great fighter. We've had the pleasure of talking to him a couple of times, yeah. and he's just he scares me on the phone. Yeah, he's, he's got scary eyes. He's got serial killer eyes. <laughs> um, well, I'm loving. I'm liking that. Yeah. If that, if that gets up on December 23, yep. uh, which will be. Christmas Eve here. Mm. So it'll be December 24 in yeah. the morning, early in the morning. Yes. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Outstanding. What are you liking or I'm, lumping? I'm liking Panther's new promo. Have you seen it? May the 4th be with you. Oh, so it's got, it's got Nathan Cleary as Luke Skywalker, of course. He got his gear off? Well, Ivan's Darth Vader because that's his dad. Oh. And but his name's not Luke. <laughs> and it's got them with the, the whole Star Wars theme. May the 4th. I like it. Who's Very Princess creative. Leia? Um, I'm not sure. Not sure. Um, Liam Martin? Could he could he put the wig on and get away with it? Just think who's the who's the hairiest who could be Chewbacca? Because <laughs> Gordy Tallis doesn't play there, so he can't be Chewy. <laughs> I tell you what I'm liking also. Yeah. The Fast Five Netball World Series. So this is what I missed. Okay, so this part of our Kia Top Seven, Hook and Tease. Uh, so it's four minute, four s- times six minute quarters. Yep. Five aside. There's one, two, three points available, various sections of the court. Mm-hmm. There's 90 seconds power play, which means there's the points are double, two, four, and six. Right. Each team has to do a dance routine before the game. What? I like it. No, I, okay, is this, did the, <clears throat> did the Australian men play in this? Yeah, men and women, yeah. Right, I saw them dancing. I've gone, well, that scares me. As a, as someone who's on the other side, mm. like you've got the Harker in sport, yep. and then you got the Australian men. I don't. What was it? The Nutbush or something? Yeah, the Nutbush. They did the Nutbush. It yeah. was ridiculous. No, it was good. No, it's not. As the opposition team, I am not intimidated. No, the other opposition side. It's so it's between the top six teams in the world. There's Malawi and South Africa, Jamaica, England, Australia, New Zealand. That's in the women's, 
And Australia went back-to-back champions, 35-23 against New Zealand. This is hosted in Christchurch. Now, the other team has to do a dance as well, a routine. I like it. No, this is stupid. I want to see every rugby league player have their own song. So when they score a try, yeah. their song Don't plays. do have that already? No. It's only in cricket. We used to have, we used to have it at the Gold Coast Chargers. What was it, your song? I can't remember. It would have been lame. But our, but our 5'8", Chris Orr, he had his song because he was a 5'8". He had players yeah. you know, above him and below him. Yeah. His was Jokers to the left of me, was it? Oh, yeah, Jokers to the left and something to the right. To the right, yeah. Stuck in the middle Stuck with you. Stuck in the middle with you, yeah. So I want to see every NRL player have, a, have a, a song that represents them when they score a try. Can, can I? So Australia won that, didn't they? Australia won, the women's, yeah. How'd the men go? Don't know. So you didn't watch the men, did you? No, I watched the women's. Okay, so mm-hmm. this is my point. And th- I'm not being controversial or I'm not, I'm not having a crack, right? I'm I being, know exactly what you're about to say. I'm, 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 being, I'm being quite sensible, mm. okay? But why the hell are men playing netball <laughs> by themselves? Are you, are you serious? I'm being dead serious. It's a great game to play. Yeah, I know it what? is. But thanks, Oprah, a bit delayed. But So the next one, in. are you going to say why are women playing rugby league? No, not at all. No, not at all. But men... Men should only play netball if it's mixed, like at the indoor cricket centre no. on a Wednesday night. No way. You didn't even watch it, mate. That's how appealing it is, and you've just proven my point. Why? Who's going to watch men play netball? If it was on, I would have watched it. I watched the women. I think there are some sports that need to be left to one sex, and I are think you serious. And I think netball is owned by women. Is is a, it's a women's sport, mate? Rhythmic gymnastics. Men or women's sport? I've never watched it. I don't okay. care. Well, what's that? Is that what one with synchronized the... swimming? Men or women? Neither. Neither. That, that's a sport I would get rid of straight away. They look like lifesavers who are drowning with their stupid caps on. I can't believe you said that. What? That men shouldn't play netball. They should not. Not, not at international stage. Are you if serious? you want to get a team together on a Wednesday night at your local indoor cricket centre after a couple of bevies, go for it. So women shouldn't play cricket. No, I'm not saying that. Oh, okay. I'm saying if there's a sport yep. that I reckon we can't do better than, like, we, we can't do better than women at netball. We can't even get to that level, Sats. Mm. So why do we have a crack at it? NRLW, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, oh, ama- Ama- I love it. Amazing. So well done. Cricket, the same. Soccer, the same. But netball cries out to me that why you can't even get that, you can't get close to a female playing netball. Really? Is this is this reverse sexism? Reverse no, well, yeah, it is a little bit. But I'm being serious. Yeah. Actually, we've got a caller. 1300 oh. 01170. Oh. Tim in Riverwood. How are you, Timmy? I'm going all right. What are you blokes on? Have you watched any of this netball? The oh. boys are on fire. I love it. But they've got a game, the boys Tim. Are absolutely on fire. And you've got to watch it. I love it. No, Timmy, I'm, I'm you with you. You didn't watch it, I'm with your brother. You're full of it. No, I've watched. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the final game of the men's, but I watched some of the men's. But I'm with you, Timmy. No, I love the it. Boys are freaks. They are play, they're, they're playing a fast five comp, so that they're, they're shooting three pointers worth six points and stuff. And they are shooting from halfway down the court. The 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 athleticism on display is incredible. You've got to get people watching the boys playing the netball. I get it's it. It's unbelievable. I'm with you. Tim. Elite. All right. Elite. 
All right, Tim, I'll, I'll take that on I'm board. I'm what have you're a, given. I'll, I'll have a squeeze at it. But, mate, dancing before the game? Come on. Are you into that? Uh, Are you frothing that? Hey, hey, hey. We're there to watch the sport, mate. The entertainment's out of our hands. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't choose the entertainment. We're there to watch the athletes, yeah? And the athletes are elite. Mm. Do elite. you play mixed netball, Especially Tim? The I have played, and yes, the girls are better than me, but when the boys play against the boys, it's a different game. Yeah. Why, okay, but then why don't... Tim, thank you for that, mate. Why don't we have mixed netball, then? That's my next question. Well, that probably is the next one. We've got Chris from Endeavour Hills wants to weigh in as well. How are you, Chris? Good. Um, in relation to the mix, I don't think there's any real international competitions outside of potentially lawn bowls and, and tennis where there is actually a mixed competition. So that's possibly the laziest argument I've, I've heard yet on a pretty poor argument you've got. <laughs> Am I being accused of yeah, being lazy? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not the first time I've been accused of being lazy, Chris. I just... I well, don't know. I know Formula One cars don't have a reverse feature. I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't have one on this one either because I look at it and go, if you, your, your argument effectively is the men cannot play netball as well as the women. Correct. So why bother? So, okay, so why, why are women bothering in swimming because they're not as fast? In, in basketball, in Aussie rules, in NRLW, no, not... in rugby, like why, why bother? If they can't be as good as the opposite gender... Why bother? I no, no, I, that's not the reason. There are some sports I reckon that should be left to the original sex, the one sex, and I just think just netball is so good watching women play the game, we don't need a men's comp. You've got basketball. Well, if they want, mm-hmm. if they want to get it into the Olympics, they need it. There's no way that netball will ever be accepted no, into uh, a, an Olympic yep. game. As an example, without it's gender equality on all sports uh, now, that's uh, why... Baseball and softball got pulled out because they need gender equality for the sport. So if a new sport comes into the Olympic Games, it needs to be played at an elite level by both genders. But, mate, it's not played in enough countries, is it, Nepal? Like, Are I, you serious? Well, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's played in enough. Okay. All right, yeah. Chris. It's played enough. No, no it's, not, it's not played in America. <laughs> so it won't be in the Olympics. It won't probably. be in the Olympics. Hey, Chris, can I, can I just say, can, yeah. I, can I just say, Chris... He automatically, he automatically goes into our Goodwill Hunting group. Oh, I'm not interested. He's too smart. He's too smart for for this show. See, Rooster Muzz, cool, Rooster guys. Muzz gets get, he's picking up what I'm putting down. Mm. We'll get on with you 100%. Men's netball, please. I, am I the only one here standing up for women in Australia? Am I? Do I have to be the poster boy for women? <laughs> Seriously. In I'm sick way? of defending women all the time. Well, you guys just way? want to put men on top of everything. In no, what? I'm defending women's sport here. So you're saying that they should have the net, the sport of netball to themselves? Correct. No. Or you can do mixed. No. Or you can do mixed. I'm happy with mixed as well. Well, then you have mixed instead of men. I'm Liam just trying says, to protect G'day, lads. How are you getting it? Getting it good. Come on, Jace. You're kidding. What? Get rid of synchronised swimming? Question mark. Oh, no, you can't say the last bit. <laughs> Come on, Sats, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, we've got that's ridiculous tonight as well. Come on, that's ridiculous. I don't think men should play at all. By memory, when I went to primary school, there we go. girls play netball. Get your skirt on, Sats. Yeah, but no, I'm happy with putting a skirt on. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not coming from the same angle as that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I, I, I oh, feel... Great cliche. <laughs> 
Oh, not backing down. We've got the good oil thanks to Cobra Mistake Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Um, oh, look. Should NRL... This is a talkie tonight. It wasn't meant to be the netball. But there's... Uh, NRL clubs could be granted salary cap exemptions to recruit players from rival codes in a bid to stop the code war. Like, first of all, I didn't know there was a code war. What's the code? There's always a code war. Rugby is a basket case. Yeah, but it's always AFL versus rugby league. Probably just from a commercial and a fan sense. Yep. Probably more a commercial sense, not so much fans, because two completely different fans. Uh, rugby, there is always a code war with rugby when it comes to players, vice versa. Of course, at the early 2000s, there was some players, Rat one being one of those, transferred across, and rugby has probably... There's been as many rugby players... In recent years, that have come across, Lockie Miller's one of them. We had some great rugby union players that have played that have played league, Craig Guinness and Matty Ridge, just to have a couple. But do you agree with the the suggestion that um, clubs should be allowed to purchase players from other codes and not go under the salary cap? I think if they're going to go down that that path, the NRL, it's going to be very dangerous for Rugby Australia, especially. Um, but looking outside of that, you look at the All Blacks players. Oh, look at Richie Mwanga, their number 10, and Artie Surveyor, their number 8, who I think would be tremendous rugby league players. They're earning good money with the All Blacks and playing overseas as well yeah. in the other comps. So, I mean, they may earn one and a half million a year anyway, so and maybe more. So if they're going to go to an NRL club, you'd have to say that not all of it is exempt from the salary cap. You'd think yep. the NRL would have to tip in maybe 50% that doesn't come off your salary cap. The other 50%'s got to come off your club salary cap. Sats, so I agree with you, and I want to get our listeners' thoughts. 0457 736 736. if you're New Zealand. I'd love to get your thoughts, particularly about possibly some All Blacks who could play rugby league, uh, or 1300 Um I think it'll be very hard to get some good players from rugby union because of the money. There's no way you can match the money that these blokes would be getting, and, and ladies, who would be getting playing rugby oh, union the, the at top the top nation. level. Yeah, the top nations, yeah. So it might be second-tier players. It might be a club union, I mean, But you, you can get them anyway. You could... I mean, you could go after some Wallabies that would probably be... You know, Jordan Pateo would be... I, th I think he'd be a good leaguey. Mm. Um, but they're vulnerable at the moment, Rugby Australia, and that's why probably the NRL want to try and... Destabilise them any even more. All right. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six double eight double three or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Who should we go after? When I say who, we rugby league. Who should they go after for other sports? And Tim, is was that you who rang us before about netball, about men playing netball? He says here on the text, Sats, men are dunking in the netball. Yeah. Tim, that's called basketball. And, and Tim says, what do you mean women's sport? It's just sport. No. Exactly. Dunking, you don't dunk in netball. I'm a purist. <laughs> Stick to your basketball. Cobra Estate, bring you the good oil. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. And if you want people to follow your sport, don't dance before the game. That's just stupid. Break time. This is Sports Day. When we come back, Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Titans, joins us. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. 
Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Shortly, Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Titans, will be joining us. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number. You want to get involved, Sats? Double eight double three if you're in New Zealand. Uh, or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Code Wars, who would you poach from another sport to play NRL if your club could do it without affecting the salary cap? Could a male netball player make the, the cross to rugby league? Uh given the dancing I saw on the weekends. Well, G C Dragon, Steve, says, mm-hmm. Woogie, you're right, no men in netball. It's a girls only sport, the same as cheerleading. I disagree. Well, no, that's sexist. Oh, what, what I, what I, no, mine's not. It is sexist. It's not. It's reverse sexism. But it's not sexism. I, I just, I don't think I'm. I don't think we're ready for men's netball right now. I, I, when the women are so good at it, Sats. Why won't you stand up for women? Why am I the only one who stands up for women in this room? No, I'm saying women are welcome in all sports that men play, and vice versa. Oh. Toronto Rod said all. An all-boys netball team that won a state title in Queensland was reportedly subject to ugly abuse after beating a side made up of all women. The boys beat... Well, no, you can't have that. You can't have that, Toronto, See, this this is the problem, see? Yeah. You can't have that. Why would you... No, I don't want to see men playing men in netball. Mm. That's all. Now, in the Code War, from Rosie Marone at Mount Crosby, poach them all, stick the boot in while they're down. Rosie yeah, but says. unfortunately, you remember can't Rosie's do that. a male too. Probably plays netball. Oh, that's what we thought. <laughs> yeah, Rosie's last name. Now, Steve in Crosschurch yes. says, Sats, would Corabetti be getting more in rugby than he was getting at the Melbourne Storm? Absolutely, Steve, and gets the opportunity to play overseas as well in yeah. another league. See, that's the problem, right? Yeah. How, mu- how much? Uh, where'd this report come from? It wasn't from the NRL. It wasn't one of it wasn't one of Volandi's thought bubbles, was it? Possibly. But there's no way, there is no way that we can compete with rugby union, is there? Money-wise? Money-wise? Yeah. There's no way. Given in in Australia, cut... absolutely, but not overseas. Well, you reckon... You reckon no, rugby... if you go to Japan where you're playing, you know, probably, at most, probably 12 games a year, you got the... But look at Suleli. The French League, uh, the French Union... The money he's been offered, but what's he getting, 1.5 from, from the Wallabies? Yeah. We can't compete with that level of money. The game can't. Yeah, but the game itself has is struggling for more reports financially. So you can't. What you what you can't do is you can't have, you can't compete if they are able to offer that to multiple players. Well, that's what we're talking about well, here, though, aren't we? Not really. Well, they've gone after Suali. It'd be different if they said we're going to go Suali, Cleary, uh, just for argument's sake, Crichton, and they they rattle off seven or eight names and went after some of our biggest names and were able to pay them. Anywhere upwards from 1.5 to 2 million. They can't do that. Are there any AFL players? Well, Lee can. Uh, what about AFL? So we're talking similar money here, no. right? No. No. No on ballers who no. could play no rugby? Way. Why? Just haven't grown up in the game. It's, it, 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 it's, it's like. Any tennis players? It's like Val Holmes and, and Jared Hayne going over and trying to make it in the, the NFL. Well, Jared did, mate. Well, he played a few trials. I mean, if you, you haven't grown up in the game and haven't grown up in the system, it's just going to be too hard to pick it up. There might not be a dozen of Dusty them. Dusty Martin had an amazing palm. He had a really good palm. 
I reckon Billy Slater could have played AFL. AFL? In the midfield. Yeah. Don't know how good his kick would have been. No, no, just handball. Don't worry about kicking. <laughs> what a waste of time. Now, uh, Crime Scene says, I don't think you could get rugby union players from New Zealand, given that they can live and work in Australia already if they want to, but South African rugby must be right with players who would love to live and work here. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Good call. But then again, South Africa have just won the Rugby World Cup. What about that little halfback in right, the number nine for South Africa? The one looks like he should be on a surfboard all day. <laughs> it go well. Mm, he would, actually, yeah. It, and sensationally. All right, got to go to a break. This is sports day. No, we're not going to a break. A um, couple of more texts before we do, Sats. There is no code war, the Baron says. To be a war, there needs to be a fight. Rugby doesn't have a product or a plan to compete with the NRL, AFL or soccer. The opportunity is there if passion to be a wallaby is brought back. It's very smart. Baron, you're going straight into our Goodwill hunting group. You're a very smart person. Keep your text coming through on that, 0457 736 736. Um, could we get some, could we convince some rugby players to code switch? Uh, quick text from Pinnacle before we go to break. Mm. Is it true Rat spends Christmas at Roswell? Fair chance. What's here? Possibly. All right, break time. When we come back, Steve Mitchell, CEO from the Titans, is joining us on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Jason Matthew, Scotty Sattler here for your Monday night sats. I was, um, an article came through, I think, from Fox or Channel 9 over the weekend and I sent it to you and I said, wait, wait, hang on a sec, this can't be true. They've already locked this bloke in, given him an extension. Of course, I'm talking about David Fafida at the Titans. Mm-hmm. And I, he said to me, no, he's got a clause in his contract. Yeah, yeah. And I've gone, really? I mean, we talked about it earlier, but I thought, let's get the man on himself, the CEO of the Titans, to find out whether Dave Fafita is a good chance. If they threw all 17 CEOs, and he hates me saying this, if they threw all 17 CEOs into an octagon, Mm. this guy walks out last. Uh, Arm raised. uh, As a a good fighter. Well, we've already, I think we proclaimed him as the best dressed CEO uh, in the business. uh, I like him because he tucks his shirts in. (laughs) I like it because he wears pants, which is <laughs> which is unusual for CEOs. Let's be honest. Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Titans, uh, joining us, mate. Before we get into the David Fafida thing, welcome back from your holidays. But how's it going with Desi? I went to the Titans for a meeting while you were away. And, uh, mate, he's, he's he's moved the furniture around, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been, he's been exceptional. And uh, uh, thanks for the wraps. That's um Firstly, the only reason I'd get out last is because I'd find a place to hide and uh, I'd tuck my shirt in because my mother told me to do so when I was a kid. Um, and I should look a little bit more dishevelled if I was really good, but you've got to look smart and look like you know what you're doing. Exactly. So um, I do my best. Um, uh, Desi's been sensational. Yeah, he's uh, up and about. Um, just uh, one for the watch for the tempo, the work tempo. Uh, and, um, you know, boys are doing long, long days. They were back last week and second group's back today. Uh, coaching staff are engaged. Um, Desi's meticulously organised, um, great detail, everyone's learning. Um, and, yeah, it's, um, it's, just, it's, been, it's been fantastic. Very, you know, excellent, very very smart man, obviously very respectful as well. So um, it's just, you know, wonderful. He's also, as we all know, opening a, 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 
events business with his new dojo. He does um, weddings, <laughs> caterings, funerals, you know, barbecues, whatever. And he said he's going to undercut any any other competing venue on the Gold Coast. So I thought the guy that owns the club up the road was going to shut the media conference down when he said it. But um, true to form, Des is looking for a free, free game of golf in order to, for that plug. So yeah, he's been great. He's been really good. Now, Steve, um, when you're meeting with head coaches at an operational level, you, you see a different person when you talk about strategy and, and planning. But when coaches become face-to-face with their players, especially when they're new to a club, they become different beasts. So what's stood out with you when you've noticed him from the very first interaction that he's had with the players? Um, he's, 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 he's not forward. He's not backwards and coming forward. Um, but that's all about genuine challenge and uh, you know, driving them. Getting them to be, getting them on, getting them, getting them engaged, and then try, you know bringing bringing as much out of, as he possibly can. He's also quite. Um, we're just observing him. He's he's um, he's very skillful at um, really stressing you that at the back end, that giving you um, a, you know a little bit of acknowledgement in regard to the, the quality of the work or the effort. And um, it's it's just one on one, really good people management, but with high expectations. Um, and really, you know, really going, you're far more capable than that. This is where you're going to be. And if you start to look like you're heading that direction, you, you, you get a little bit of positive feedback, um, which is, you know, brilliant people management. So he's been, um, it's great to watch. It's, a, it's very early, obviously, look, guys. But um, in the first instance, you can see, you can see why he's been successful over so many, you know, in the five premierships. And you can see the bond that he's built with um, people that really, really have a crack. So, um I'm just lucky enough to just you know be a professional passenger and sit beside it and watch it unfold. So it's been um, it's been good to date, and um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the next 16 weeks, and then obviously round one. Yeah. We, we've read over the last few days this contract talk around Dave Fafita. He re-signed for for three more years, which is great because he had a, a fantastic 2023, didn't he? And so in August he re-signs. We <laughs> learned that there's a, a clause up to round 10 of 2024. So. In layman's terms, how, can you just lay it out for the listeners what that looks like? There's a bit of this. I, I can't actually talk to it, obviously. We don't talk recruitment and retention. Yep. We'll, we'll talk contract specific to the players because it's, you know, it's, it's a commercial and confidence piece. But there's, a, there's, a, you know, there's quite a bit of disinformation in the public domain at the moment. But that's, it's, a, it's a subject that we don't talk to on any of our players yep. um, just because it's it's uh, it's something that's um you know um in confidence in an employee and you know employee employer sort of uh, relationship so it's hard to talk to Dave's back he's keen he's he's excited to be working with with Des um and the big fellas you know obviously only in second row of the year finished the back end of the year really well had a blow you know it was fantastic in the front end of the year right through to origin uh he's excited about the, the change and where things are at but hard for me to speak to contracts if that if that makes sense are you confident that he'll be a Titan in twenty twenty five? I think Dave. Um, I think Dave loves the environment. Um, he's um, he loves the resources that we got here. He enjoys the club. He think he, he believes in, in our uh, purpose and where we're going. The opportunity, and he's got a great relationship with the play group and the coaching staff that were here. The coaching staff that are here uh, are up and away and working with him. Um, if Dave's uh, if Dave's if Dave applies himself the way he did this year, I'm, uh, and, and I'm confident he is, he's, he's up and he's excited. Um, he'll have a breakout year for us. Yeah, I'm confident he's here with us. Now, before we let you go, Steve, uh, the draw was was released for 2024. Now, as a playing group, you don't really care too much, but you got the draw in round. Sorry, the buy in round two. I, I don't know how ideal that is, or you just have to deal with it, but. Do you look at it more from a commercial point of view of the home games that you got and what sort of attendances you could possibly get? 
Yeah, I think we, you need to look at it in two. Don't you? So you've got to look at it from a um, from a footy point of view, short turnarounds, and you know what you've got to deal with is you plan your season, um, and 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 that and the and the draws it stands is is not too bad in that sense. Um, that it is unusual to have a buy that early in the year, no doubt. Um, that's a bit strange, but uh, it is what it is, and you deal with it to your point. Um, we've got some really, really strong sides coming up, though, which will mean that, you know, the, with St George landing in round one, that Saturday afternoon game on that game, Isaac Liu hits his 250th, AJ hits his 100th, and Brian Kelly hits his 100th with the club. So he's planning to celebrate and launch, um, you know, as Des Tates has brought out, in, you know, on our first home game. And then we've got five home games within the first 10 rounds. That means... From a local support point of view, we're putting plenty of content in the market, we, and, um, and and we'll be able to build on that. This year, our crowds were the highest they've been since 2010. We'd like to build on that next year, uh, and then we've got some big brands coming up. The, you know, Rabbitohs are coming. Obviously, all the local derbies are on again. St George's is a foundation club. Uh, the Warriors are over. You know, the Warriors are insane with that that guy. So, if we can take some of the momentum that was built this year with Des on the back of that and roll in, well, we'll be in really good shape from a commercial point of view uh, but the footy the, uh, the, from a footy point of view the managing the squad around the travel and the turnarounds is pretty good as well so we're we're happy with the draw it's it's um it's not going to be it, there's nothing um, you know super challenging in there Desi quoted <laughs> Desi quoted Ted Lasso last week does that mean you'll officially be part of the Diamond Dogs oh god if you haven't seen it listeners you have a very famous group of coaches and Staff. That's right. Yeah, but the CEO. I think on that, that middle aged Yeah. Mm. No, no, but I, I reckon on that on that ops bloke in the suit, the, the middle aged English bloke with yep. the glasses. Yeah. I, I think that's my that's my match, and that that puts me in the team. We'll yep. we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, who knows? That's is that is that's something Des could launch. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens between now and the end of November. Mm. Uh, just I'm, I'm going to try and get a straight answer out of you about David Fafita before we go. Uh, do you expect this to be <laughs> sorted out soon? And I know there's only so much he can talk about, but do you expect his future from 2025 onwards, do you expect that to be sorted soon? Uh, yeah. I'll take that. Thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm. That's great. Don't don't go into it in too much detail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. That'll do. We got we got something, Sats. We got something. Steve, <laughs> uh, Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Gold Coast Titans, mate. Uh, have a good Christmas if we don't speak to you beforehand. Actually, is it too early to say Merry Christmas to yeah, people? Yeah, too early. All right, bugger that. Yep. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Good on you, man. Nice talking to you. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Time for a footy update for Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Um, I'm not interested, and sure most of our listeners aren't, but why is Gus in the, the news on X at the moment, formerly Twitter? What's going on there, Sats? Oh, he's, he's taken to X to raise concerns over a photo of himself meeting with the manager of uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner and Raymond Fatala Mariner there as well. He's club captain. He's been asked. Um, allegedly not to return for pre-season training. I don't know whether his head's into it. Um, and he wants to know how did this secret meeting get out? Like a photographer's there taking photos. Well, maybe don't have it at a league's club while you're eating some beef and black bean sauce. I'm not suggesting this for a minute. Why is it called a lazy Susan? I don't know. That's a very good question. Maybe Susan was the first one to go, hey, look, we could spin this table. Mm. And they've gone, oh, come on, Susan, that's lazy. <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe they said, Susan, you're here to serve the food. Well, That's well, lazy. You can't say that. She said, well, why don't we just put it on that little circle thing in the middle? That makes more sense. It's good. Now, you're lazy. Let's call it a lazy. Yeah. I don't know. They sacked Susan. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the, the wheel. So, yeah. So, um, he's sort of saying, hey, how did this get out? Now, yep. I also think Gus is probably maybe asking some questions about who's leaked this meeting. Mm. Happens in rugby league. He knows that. Oh, doesn't There's it? a method to his madness. He's, he is the master of it. Yeah. Newcastle concerned that new recruit uh, Kai Pierce-Paul from Wigan kid. has arrived with foot injury that may require surgery. Yeah, so he missed the England versus Tonga test matches because of his foot injury. For more reports, he's been playing with pain-killing needles. Newcastle saying, oh, we're, that's not ideal. But unfortunately, when you sign a player, this is what happens. It's not gout. They incur, they incur injuries, and you've just got to take them as, the, as yep, they are. He may absolutely. have to go under the under the needle, which means he'll miss the start of the season. But he's a really good player. I anticipate he'll have a good season. Get excited, Newcastle listeners, through 2HD. Uh, that's our footy update. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Uh, quick update for you uh, for the community. Thanks to Firecoat, be alert and prepared this bushfire season. There's a large fire burning on the New South Wales-Queensland border near Tenterfield. It's under control, but the RFS are advising to stay alert and have a bushfire safety plan ready. You can stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. Visit rfs.newsouthwales.gov.au and this community updates thanks to Firecoat. The first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available uh, at Bunning Sats. Now, Roscoe in Wellington, New Zealand Wellington, that is. Damien McKenzie in the halves, that would be pretty interesting. He's an all-back player. Would also love to see an all-star trans-Tasman rugby team playing a league club side. I like that too, Roscoe. And Damien McKenzie, he would be a very good rugby league player. Quick. Super um, quick. Canary Cowboys been on the text. Get someone like Michael Hooper uh, with the code war. Age is a factor, but as Joel says, he is a tide riser. That's Joel Kane. Uh, would be a would be good for Tigers or Bulldogs. How many players are the Tigers getting, for Christ's sake? <laughs> are they going to have 40 on their roster next year, are they? All right, going to go to a break. Cricket update for you as well. And a few other things happening. Monday night edition of Sports Day. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hour two of the show. Welcome to it. Big one coming up. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. We're going to get through your text messages, 0457 736 736. Uh, you can also uh, text us from New Zealand, double eight double three. How are you feeling, New Zealand? You've got a big game against India coming up Wednesday night. Uh, by the way... I think New Zealand are in the, in the best position. Well, they're rank outsiders, but I, I reckon... Yeah, look, it's going to take a lot to beat India. But I, I tell you what, we'll do some cricket stuff uh, shortly. But I just tell you what, don't under, un, underestimate New Zealand. Oh. 
Absolutely. And I think the Aussies are too short against South Africa. This game's going to be pretty close. South Africa, Australia? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. So two two cracking semifinals and, of course, the finals this Sunday. So India, we'll go into it shortly, but all the games as well on SEN. So uh, for those who listen to SEN, keep it here or you can download the SEN app uh, at uh, Google Play or, or the app store. Um, coming up soon, are we, we're doing the Kia Top 7, obviously. We've got Like It and Lump It as well. well that's ridiculous. Oh, there's so much coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark from Quakers Hill is on the phone. Mark, uh, what can we do for you tonight, mate? Hello, Mark. You there? He's there now. Hello, Mark. No, he's not there. He's not. Is the fader up? Actually, hang on. Here, here he is. is. Here he is. How are you, Mark? Hello. Yeah, good. Hello, Boogie. Hello, Sats. How are you? Oh, really well. Really well. What can we do for you, mate? Good. Well, basically, I'm going to do the goodwill hunting thing. Yeah. And I have found some information on the origin of the name of the Lazy Susan. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Now, the exact uh, reason why it's called a Lazy Susan is lost to history, but folk etymologies claim it as an American invention According to history, Thomas Jefferson invented it, which was known as a dumbwaiter for his daughter, Susan. And regardless of the origins of the name, by 1917, it was advertised in Vanity Fair as Ovington's $8.50 mahogany revolving server or Lazy Susan. But the terms used predates both the advertisement and probably the country. Okay, so then the Chinese have picked it up and run with it, Mm. have they? Because you don't see it in any... It would seem so. You don't see it in any other restaurant, do you? No. You don't. No, you don't. Chinese no. are very and, clever. Um, on the, and on the New Zealand netball thing, Woogie, I'm going to have to politely disagree with you because mate, mate, men's netball is a bit more widespread than you may think because being half Kiwi, I lived in New Zealand for a number of years and I actually mm-hmm. did play in a mixed netball team in high school in my mum's hometown. It was very popular among guys over there. And last month they held the Cadbury Netball Series in Palmerston North in New Zealand. Caramello, dude. 21st, 24th. Caramello or fruit and nut? No, fruit and nut, no good. No. Oh. No good. Oh, I love fruit I'd and nut. I'd go with fruit and nut myself. Yeah. But basically they held a four-day series, October 21 to 24, which saw the New Zealand men go up against the Silver Ferns. Right. And a New Zealand A-side and the New Zealand under-21 had the high palm in the All right, Mark. Thank you for your call. <laughs> oh, I love Mark. We shouldn't. Honestly, we shouldn't. Do I that. love his research. He made he, look. He gave us the lazy Susan stuff, and yeah. Anyway, good good call. It wasn't now, me who cut him off, by the way. That was Sats who cut you off, then Mark. But anyway, continue on. That wasn't me. That was BJ. BJ. Uh, Glenn's Angels, of course, is our group at the moment for our our women's group. Ah. So Rita from Hamner Springs says here in Canterbury, as in Canterbury, New Zealand. Yeah. Home of the champion Henry Nichols, we call them Lazy Glens instead of Lazy <laughs> Susans. Hey, he's doing gear. Hey, listen, um, on that, um, we we have we actually are now up to seven female listeners. Okay. So Michelle Bishop, formerly of Channel 7, you hear on SEN of a morning in Sydney in, yep. with uh, Brandy and Vossi. She listens. Great chick. And I got a text. You can't say that. Okay. Uh, and I got a text the other night from our other female listener. J.A. Yeah, Jaleesa Apps. And we've got Carmel. Carmel. So we've got so seven. Eight. But Jaleesa Apps has thrown up a suggestion for the female collective. What's she thinking? The fine legs. 
Mm. Well, it's, it's, you're it's being a quite sexist term. tonight, aren't you? No, I'm not. This is Jaleesa Apps's suggestion. Yeah, but you can't. Doesn't mean she you have to vocalise it. it publicly. Fine legs. I reckon that's great. So she's saying all the women in our group have got good pins. How do I distance myself from this show at the moment? It's her saying it. I mm. think it's nice. I think it's there's yep. nothing wrong with that. I like Glenn's Angels, but uh, Brisbane Eels. Yeah, you are right. It's under the under the knife, not under the needle. That's Kai Pierce Paul, as well. Now uh, Luke says, "Hey Woogie, I completely agree with you, man." Oh no, sorry. I completely agree with you. Men should not play netball. Thank you. Then they should be asked to wear a dress if they do. That Luke in Southport must be. <laughs> Steve from Dubbo's on the text. Uh, lay off the UFO bagging Woogja flog. That little para bashing rat is on the, <laughs> is on there on on the right track. Hey, where's there. Glenn? Okay. Actually, talk He's about on, Glenn. Well, your mate's on the phone right now. Oh, hey, Glenn, how are you, pal? Hey, Saf. Gee, thanks for that, mate. That's uh, right. G'day, Justin. How are you, buddy? This is one for both of you. Yeah. Uh, probably more for you, Saf. The other night when I was telling you about. Uh, having a free long neck. What I forgot to tell you yep. was that under the bottle under the bottle cap, there was a question saying, "Which former great South Sydney player played throughout the 1970 Grand Final with a broken jaw, leading the team to victory?" And I'm thinking, goodness me, who was that? And Sats, can you tell me who it was? <laughs> John oh. Williams Atler. From Absolutely, from Curry mate. Curry. Um, well, that's breaking just, news, just isn't on it? Last week, it must have been Fat Week on Judge Judy last week. I don't know how they managed to fit all those people in the courtroom. That's your fault. That is seriously your fault. You're going to take some responsibility for his performance on the show. Or well, not. Mick has just said, "Where is that buffed Glenn?" That answers your question, Mick. You said you have four female listeners over here. This is in WA, Margaret River. Angie, my wife, yep. Anna, Karen, and Mish, the girls that hear you in the front bar. We're going to have to go. They love you. We're going to have to go over to Mick's pub. Yeah. In WA. Mm. Go down to, where, where is it again? Margaret River. Margaret River. Good surf. How do we, how Great do we, surf. How do we get that junket? Well, you're apparently the content director, so you can, you can organise it. Rat won't be able to gaze on holidays. Well, he only works two days a week. So uh, Jamie has said, we spoke about Tyson Fury early on. He's pushed his fight against uh, Usyk, the Ukrainian, in, back to February. Thanks, Jamie, for that. I think Usyk beats beats Fury. Can I uh, just read out Iron Bronco's yeah. text? Great text, Iron Bronco. Didn't we get rid of this Muppet? We don't get rid of them, Iron Bronco. We love all of you little... Crazy little dudes. Daddy Vass reckons he's been personally invited to Mick's pub and a surf at Redgate Beach. So what's going on, Mick? Are you inviting... No, because Mick doesn't actually get to talk to us. Like Right, okay. You've heard Daddy Vass when he answers the phone to some of the listeners and some of our guests. He goes, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So, for example, he's talking to Ciro. He goes, Ciro, Cohen, sports day. <laughs> yeah, how you going, mate? How's your day been? Yeah. How you getting it? Just like, shut up, mate. Just put a... Ciro's going, who is this guy? <laughs> and then he gets invited to their house. Yeah. What's going on there? Men should not play netball. This is an interesting text. They should be back in the garage man cave where they belong. That's Statsy from Freshwater. Statsy, you disappoint me. Mm. Right out. Let's. Do you want to do a couple of more texts or cricket update? Actually, we've got, we got um, 
Have we got John on the line, have we? From Auckland? Oh, Kiwi Black Caps. How are you, John? Yeah, yeah, good, good, good after seeing the Warriors draw for 2024. Yeah, so, um, so what do you the, think? What do you think? Oh, yeah, pretty good, mate. The one thing I'm disappointed with is our home game is a magic round against the Panthers again. But um, I don't think the Panthers, you know, they're champions, but I don't think they've been to New Zealand in about 10 years. So it would <laughs> yeah, be good, good point. to have them over here. Mm. Yeah, good point, actually. What a, would have been good to have them over here, mate, because they've got a lot of supporters in New Zealand, mm. uh, especially with Fisher-Harris and, yep. and Leota and the team. But uh, but just with uh, the cricket, mate, you folks yep. are playing the um, Afrikaners, yep. South Africa. Yep. That'll be, a, that'll be a big one. They've never made the final before. We're playing India. Mm. India have never been in New Zealand in an ICC tournament semi-final. There you Did go. You know yeah, I, I think I think the bookies are underestimating underestimating New Zealand. I really do. I mean, India have been outstanding, haven't lost a game, um, playing at home. Like it's all it's all set up for them to win. Right? Also, John, when, when you're the host nation and you're travelling as well as what India are, are travelling, sometimes yeah. you think about the final. You don't think about the semi. You think you think about the end game. Well, the pressure's on them, right, John? Yeah. Oh, exactly, mate. You know. 1.4 billion people versus what 5.5 million. Mm. All the pressures on India at the moment, and they should get across the line. But you know, just you know, it's one game at a time, mate. As you as you blokes know. Yep. And yep. Sport, mm-hmm. and anything can happen. How good would it be? If the... um, but yeah, I think. Sorry, mate. What was that? No, I was going to say, how good would it be if it's a New Zealand Australia final? Oh, it'd be great, mate. You know, it'll be about time that you blokes give us a trophy. <laughs> uh, in a while. Oh, can you give, oh, we'll swap you the World Cup one for the Bledisloe. How's that sound? Oh, no, it doesn't sound too good, mate. Hey, no, John, really quickly, are you, a, are you a DB man? Are you a Spates man? Oh, mate, if you've ever come over to New Zealand, you can only try one, and that's Lion Red, mate. Lion Red, yeah. Lion Red. There you go. Remember Lion Red? Remember if, if when... You, if, if you... Keep going. If you remember Rugby League... We used to have a stadium here in Auckland called Carlaw Park. Yes, absolutely. You remember the great footy games? Yep. The great footy games when uh, the great Australian teams would come over in the 80s. And after it was Carlaw Park, it was called Lion Red Park. Yeah, my dad captained the 71 tour and they got beaten at Carlaw Park by a really good Kiwi side. And 1989, Wally Lewis pulls off that great hit on Daryl Williams. Remember that shoulder charge? Right on top of the Lion Red sign. On the ground. Yeah, that's right. And Alison Fulapino actually had a blinder oh. against um, Wally Lewis at Carlisle Park as well. You yeah, can't mention that. There, mate. You can't <laughs> mention that. Wally's still cranky about those those games where Olsen just pantsed him, didn't he, Sats? Yeah, he did, yeah. He did. Yeah, great stuff. All right, mate. Great stuff, Jono. See you, buddy. All right, mate. Good, good, good luck Wednesday night, and you can listen to the uh, that call of that game too. The Kiwis taking on, oh, sorry, the Black Caps, I should say, uh, taking on India on SENZ and uh, on SEN in Australia on Wednesday night. Um, let's do a quick cricket update. People still going off about the netball. People just got to learn to move on. Well, they want a celebrity netball game. Tour man says they want to see you in a skirt. I'd love to see that. A men's netball tournament played at Palmerston North. Was that a play on words? Pinnacle. I don't get that, do you? 
I don't get twoies. I feel like a twoies or two. Bring you our ODI World Cup update. Uh, semi-finals locked in as we said. India playing New Zealand Wednesday. Aussies against South Africa Thursday. Unbelievable. The four best teams in the world right now. Well, that's why they got through the in fifty over cricket. The four best teams in the World Cup. That's. Um, the Aussies face South Africa on Thursday. Um, what is your best 11 for that semi-final? Well, before we work that out, you and I agree on this. Let's hear what Tim Payne had to say this morning on SEN and Tassie. Obviously, Maxi comes back in. Stark comes back in for Abbott straight away. Hopefully, Mitchell Stark can swing the ball early. That's a huge key to us. But that's where I'm using Marcus Stornis. I stood it right back at the start. Give him the new ball for two or three overs and see if he can just swing it around. And if he can get it off the straight, we might get a wicket or two. If we're going to go down that path and use him with the new ball, then I'm picking him ahead of Marnus. Stoinis stays in if they use him with the new ball, if that's a role they see him. For me, if he's not, he goes out and we stick with Marnus and bring Maxwell in to obviously bowl the overs. That He's bowled for us really, really well throughout the World Cup. And Josh Hazelwood can keep doing what he's doing. He'll bowl beautifully no matter where you use him. I like Paddy Cummins to Quinton de Kock, and he is the key wicket in this semi-final. If we can get him out, I like Pat with a brand-new ball. If Pat can come around the wicket and actually swing or seam the ball away from him, I think he can nick him off. There you have it. I think you and I both agree that Marnus and Smithy should be in that team. Marnus's batting sats has been pretty good. They, they put up the stats on Saturday night's game, and I just thought... Geez, maybe we've been a bit harsh on Marnus, but I'll tell you what, and, and Ricky Ponting said this in the commentary on Saturday night, he's an all-rounder, Marnus, and it's not because of bowling, it's because of fielding. He pulled off two sensational runouts. That's what's going to win it for Australia. Absolutely. Australia, Australia have been renowned for being you know, up there with the top two best fielding nations for many, many years. Alan Border, when he took the, um, the Ashes Tour to England, and it wasn't about batting and bowling. It was about being the best fielding side in the world. And um, and Australia have always had those great fielders for many, many years. You know, Michael Clark was amazing. Ricky Ponting, amazing. You know, Mark War in the slips, unbelievable. Michael Bevan, you know, phenomenal. So, South Africa have a history of great fielders. Jonty Rhodes. Yeah. So um, that's what's going to be. I think the difference is Mitch Marsh's bowling. He's well, just got something different about him. So if, if you, you and I are both for... Um, Marnus and Steve I think, Smith. In I the think same Stoinis team. misses out. Stoinis misses out, mm. and Marsh becomes your batting all rounder. Yeah, and I reckon that's a good call. I mean, he's knocked the other night. Uh, without sounding obvious, if, if, if Maxi hadn't have hit that two hundred one on one leg, that was the knock of the tournament on Saturday night from Mitch Marsh. It was amazing you to take watch. into account the opposition. Oh no, not really. I think what's I think what's very good about it is that it's leading into the most important game. Just remember too, he's just good momentum. He's just gotten over his grandfather's. Yeah, and he's come back. He's flown back into the country, straight back into the team. Hundred and seventy-seven not out of a hundred and thirty odd balls, nine sixes, fourteen fours. Didn't even raise a sweat. He looked amazing. So if we can get five, six, seven overs out of him, perfect. Mm. And, I, and Stark obviously comes back in for Abbott. I actually liked Abbott. I thought Abbott bowled really well. Mm. So he's not going to start in the final. But, yeah, I just – I don't – are the Aussies coming good at the right time, do you think? Oh, I'm concerned about our three pace bowlers. Well, then – And the, the punch they're going to have. Well, you and I have got a theory on that as well, that perhaps they should open the bowling with Head and Maxwell. Oh, what, I, what? Wouldn't, I wouldn't have both. I would have – 
I would have probably have a Travis Head. Well, we can't get a wicket in the first 12 overs, right? So mm. why not mix it up? Um, you'll have batsmen who are being a little bit more tentative because they don't want to get they don't want to get out to part time bowlers, do they? No. So I, either Maxwell or, or or Head, it doesn't matter. But yeah, look, it's going to be a ripper game. I, I'm I'm so nervous about this clash on Thursday night, but I think I think Sass, there's so much at stake. That's I, that's what finals are like. Bowling aside, they've got to click at some stage, like our batting. Steve Smith's 60-odd the other night, fantastic. Did it easy as well. I just – I can't wait for this game Thursday night, mm. the Aussies. And, of course, the Kiwis versus India. I've got to stop saying Kiwis. It's not the Kiwis. It's the Black Caps versus India on Wednesday Wednesday night. Rightio, that's our cricket update. Thanks to Two E's. Uh, I feel like a Two E's or two catch every NFL game this season uh, with Game Pass only on design. Visit NFL.com. Uh, uh, to find that, the Cowboys smashed the New York Giants today, 49.70. That was expected when when the Giants had their third-string quarterback starting. Can I just take you through some stats? You like your stats, sats. Mm-hmm. In the first half of that, are you glazing over? A little bit, but no, I'm only, I'm only joking. I'm, I'm actually looking at the NFL conferences. So the, the first half mm-hmm. of that game today, New York Giants had completed 15 possessions. For 35 yards. They were absolutely monstered by the defense from the Cowboys. Um, they, they had a day out. Dak Prescott, over 405 yards, four um, touchdowns that he threw, and he rushed one himself. So he's had a big day. I think it's a record for the Cowboys. The um, the Eagles are so far ahead of everyone else at the moment. Um, They've got a tough run coming up, though. But in saying that, I'm really glad to see Detroit Lions. They're 7-2 and two because Dan Campbell there, their coach was a former great player as well. They were the last team that was focused on when it came to the hard knock series. Yep. And he's just personality wise, he he just won you over. Yeah. I, I, it's great that he's he's finding a little bit. And of Jared Goff, so who was who was punted from much maligned, yeah, from Los Angeles Rams. He was mm-hmm. the number one draft pick about seven years ago. So he's he's leading that team around the park. Yeah, you're right. They've they've got a good record. Your Packers, mate. Uh, terrible. Why are they terrible? Went down to the Steelers twenty three nineteen. Why are they terrible? Do they have injuries? Do they have no one there? Or? No, they just don't have the lineup. The young love, the the quarterback is what? <laughs> he's um You're right, BJ. He's not <laughs> That's funny. He's not as I suppose he's not dominating as much as what they anticipated. There's not a lot of targets. Their defense is horrendous. Yeah. It sounds depressing. It is. Well, I'd probably depressing. still rather be a Packers supporter than the Giants this year. As long as Aaron Rodgers isn't there, I'm happy. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Uh, Rightio, um, that's our NFL update as well. A couple of texts before we go to the break because the Kia Top 7 not far away. Um, this is from – we had a really nice text from Simon. I'll, you read one out while I look for that. And also, Beefy from Dremoyne. We'll find out why that's happening. Not quite sure. Um, but Simon says the stats probably won't back up my thoughts, but Viv Richards is the best bat- batsman I've ever seen and the best fielder. He was an amazing fielder. Especially, I remember seeing Viv. No, it was Malcolm Marshall one day picked up the ball, and I reckon I would have only been ten or eleven. He picked up the ball right on the on the boundary and fired it in and hit the wickets. Jeffrey Dujon was the was the wicketkeeper. Hit the wickets flush without Dujon playing any role and ran out an Australian bat. It was the most amazing mm. thing I'd seen for a long time. 
Sats, I've got a rugby league related question here for you before we go to the break from Tiger Ray from Sussex. Yep. Is that Sussex UK or Sussex locally? Sussex Inlet. Oh, where's that, Sats? Is that That's north? Down the south coast. <laughs> In the south coast. Hi, guys. I noted that the Dragons have missed out on Magic Round. I understand that the team must miss out. But wouldn't the Dragons be one of the best supported out of Queensland teams in Brisbane? We talked about this. Surely there would be worse rating teams. Your thoughts? We spoke about this earlier on, Tiger Ray, with a couple of our colleagues. I couldn't understand why, but there are some parameters they'd like all clubs to meet, and that's in a sense of new members, not total members, because the Dragons are, like you said, one of the – the best supported teams in the NRL. They've got the Queensland, St. George, Illawarra, Queensland Dragons Club, where they go to all the Queensland games. Big following, huge following. But, yeah, it's about your – I don't want to use too many too many um, confusing sort of phrases, but activation, social media, um, also around your new members as well. So if you're not – if you're, it's probably the lowest ranked when it comes to all those numbers and – it looks as though the uh, the dragons are one of the lowest ranked. It, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow because they have got such a great following. They draw a great crowd. Oh yeah, wherever they Suncorp, go. Suncorp, yeah. yeah. So, so given that, two teams. Well, one team that automatically comes to mind is the West Tigers. Mm. When you look at those optics, huge numbers as well. Really, in Queensland? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. A lot, well, of, a lot of Tigers support. A lot of Western Suburbs supporters as well. Okay, well, the obvious one is, and I know I'm going to cop it for this, being a South supporter, but it's the Roosters. They don't have, they don't, their fans don't travel. Mm-hmm. They don't go past Allianz. <laughs> no, but they don't. No, you're right. Yeah, they, they, they don't. They get good home crowds, but when it's away crowds, yeah, you are right. So, but you could you imagine the uproar? Oh, Bondo Jack, over to you. Look, but seriously, imagine, imagine. The pressure that the, the Australian Rugby League Commission would cop mm. making that decision. Yeah, but everyone's going to have to sit one out, right? Apart- no, not everyone. I I doubt very much you'd find. There's some clubs that that will never find themselves in that space. Why don't we then just have whoever finishes last from the season before misses out? Unless conditions apply, can't be a Queensland team, obviously. Well, it can't be. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know what it is. I mean, otherwise, if if the if you're using the same optics every year then it's going to be the same couple of teams every year, right? What about if the sev- or who, whichever team they're looking at leaving out or someone plays against plays against the Cummels? Yeah, I like that. I mean, you'd have to bring in players from Great Britain and all that, which might be a little bit, you know, to organise would be a little bit difficult. Yeah, but that's your buy though too. So you need to rest up. Mm. You need to rest your players. So I just I, if it's going to be like that, I just think we're going to see the same teams every year missing out. It's going to be the Newcastles. It's going to be the St Georges. Like I, I don't know if that's the right. I don't know what the fix is. Maybe you know oh four five seven seven three six seven three six double eight double three if you're New Zealand. Break time when Where we come. Where the Canberra Raiders sit there? Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I mean, surely the Raiders' support in Southeast Queensland wouldn't be that great. But that shouldn't be. No, it used to be. You, well, I don't know whether it is still now, but. It used to be a, a great support because through the 80s, of course, Mal and Badge and Gary Coyne and... That's half the Queensland Steve team. Walters, Kevin Walters, they all went down there in the yeah, 80s you're right. and, and got this huge support but sh- from it, Queensland fans. It, but it shouldn't just be about that, right? Because it's a TV game. So it's such a big weekend and so much hype around it. 
it shouldn't just be about support at the ground. What about you put the, the best New South Wales Cup, Queensland Cup players, make a like a combined team and they go up against one of the sides? Yeah, but again, that's your buy. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's one team's buy for the for the for the year. Plus, yeah, you could do it, but the Q Cup is actually on that weekend. They have Q Cup games. They don't rest and New South Wales Cup. Yeah. yeah so, but for example, but they don't rest them Magic Round, which to me doesn't make sense either, right? Mm. So anyway, uh, what are your thoughts? You're smarter than us. Well, smarter than Sats anyway. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Well, I gave him the idea tonight about netball. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of people here that think you should have a straight jacket on. Care top seven. Sharkies. Uh, what? Sharkies T says, my wife is a listener. Cheers. Love the show. Oh, God, Five, that's eight, another five. one. Sharkies T, what's what's your partner's name, your wife's name, so we can throw her into the list? The Glenn's Angels. Wing, Glenn's Wingless Angels. The Vass is a WA boy and has that dead sexy voice, according to Mick. Oh, Mick, <laughs> you got problems. Is he going to the whack pack bucket now, Mick? After comments like that? Potentially. Well, yeah. Break time. Key top seven next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Five. Did they, it went well. Did they? Did they win? No. What was the score? Did you watch it? I didn't know the score. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I didn't know the the final score. You didn't watch it? Number six, Sydney Kings score the last 15 points to get the job done over the Brisbane Bullets, 104 to 95, in what was a neck-and-neck contest. Sydney's turn offensively. Adams can't be stopped. It was good up up until the last three minutes when the Kings took control of the Mm. match. Good contest. Brisbane Lions hold on by two points to beat the Adelaide Crows. This is the AFLW finals and the scoreline, 39 points to 37. Play on the call from 50. Bonner, high, long, off hands. Critical. The Lions secure a home preliminary final. There you go. There you go. What? No, it's all right. I thought what was disappointing on the weekend was the crowd at the Sun Swans. Terrible. On one side of the ground, I don't know how many were on the camera side, but there was nobody. Mm. Absolutely poor crowd. Um, Let's go. Number four, Beth Mooney hits her third WBBL ton as the Perth Scorchers defeat top of the table Sydney Thunder by a whopping 42 runs. She absolutely hammers it and she brings up the 100. From a magnificent cricketer. Mm. Number three. <laughs> Are you interested in the segment at all tonight? What is wrong with you? Oh. What's the matter? Talk to me. Nothing. Is your throat sore? It is very sore. I've got some uh, honey out there if you want to. Uh, I need one of these. It's good. Actually, <laughs> this is a good lead in. Chris Waller trained a tissue. Oh, Did got like it. it. Yeah. Wrapped up the Melbourne Cup Carnival by taking out the $3 million champion stake. 
A tissue down the outside and Jewis is trying to get a run. Zaki in front, kicked a length in front. A tissue coming at Zaki though. A tissue moves up to Zaki, Buckaroo, and then came Jewis who's trying to come on. But a tissue sprints away. A hundred metres to go. Two links in front of Zaki and then Jewis. But it's a tissue. J Mac again. A tissue wins. Second Jewis. Third young. Ah, uh, more money Did for J Mac and Wall- Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Hey, just on the text uh, yep. from New Zealand, Rita. Rita. Another female. No, Rita's in our group. She's from Hanma Strings. Oh, that's right. No, you listeners. Yeah. You? No, I remember. I've got to mention before that Mark Stafford's hot tip for the New Zealand trotting, cop to, uh, trot, trotting cup, just as close, uh, tomorrow is beach ball. Thank you, Rita. You know my wife's name's Anita. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the girls call her? Anita the meat eater. What? So can we can we start calling Rita that? Every time I think Rita. Rita the meat eater. Rita the meat what? eater. Well, that comes down to Rita from Hanna Springs. Does she want to be called Rita the meat eater? I mean, the meat eater. Um, give us a thumbs so. up. Uh, Thumb, number, or an aubergine for yes, <laughs> thumbs down for no. We've got a song for Anita as well. Well, th- this is what your daughter's singer. Yeah, I can't repeat it on air. Uh, Gold Coast Club Cricketer. I, I, I'm not going to play any audio for this, but the Gold Coast Club Cricketer, Gareth Morgan, Pulled off a miracle when he took six wickets and six balls for Madrabar Narang what? against Surface Paradise on the weekend. He bowled a sextuple wicket maiden. That's what it's called. A sex S I X sextuple. No, it's sextuple. That can't be true. Yeah, it's like they're using the same obviously terminology as when you have sex. What tuplets? No, it's got nothing to do with That's it. That's what six babies are called. Sextuples. Sextuplet. Sextuplet. Oh. Right. But, but anyway, he, he come, listen to this. He comes on the bowl. He's the captain. He's made 36 with the bat. Mm. Surf, can you not check your phone while I'm talking to you? I'm te- Mickey G sent us a text message. I'm getting out All ready right. for that. Ridiculous. So he, they needed five runs to win off the last over service paradise. Yeah. The skipper comes on the bowl. Mm. And in that last over, he takes six wickets, a wicket off every single ball. We've never seen that at, at the Top grade, have we? No way. No. No. So, well done, Gareth, on your sextuple. Number one, Mitch Moses scores his second ton in the World Cup. 177 not out. Mitch Moses. Oh, Mitch Mitch (laughs) Mitch Moses wouldn't score 177, would he, Steve? Into the gap. 100 for Mitch Marsh. A fine knock. Sorry. His second ton of this World Cup. Teammates are on their feet, crowd are on their feet, and the big boy from Western Australia has done a fine job for his country. What about the team that has the bye plays the Wallabies? 206 says. And Sharky T says, my good lady's name is Leanne, with an I. Strange way to spell it, but anyway. The big G, come on, Jace, you wish you had a meat. No, I said uh, we call her Anita the meat eater. Mm. She loves a meat. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. You okay, mate? You into the rest of the show tonight? I, I am. I just... What, what did Mickey G... Mickey G sent us about thinking bus drivers. So my That's Ridiculous last week is mm. that in Finland, which is a good That's Ridiculous, mm. is they've got a button. You know when you push the button to say, I'm next stop? Yep. Ding, ding. As you're getting off, they've got a button that says, thank you. <laughs> Obviously, in, in Finlandy. The way they talk over there. Yeah. Um, and he's saying um, the extra button just to say thank you lends itself to be abused by the rat bag element that would press it anyway just to annoy you. 
So he's saying, "Come on, that's ridiculous." Well, I'm saying that's ridiculous that people would use that to their advantage to be annoying. Right. Okay. Hmm. He did say, um, uh, "Evening Sats and Woogie Money disappointment for 24 is the charity shield being moved." I love having all those country roads to myself. Cheers, Mickey G and Woogie. My last passenger said thanks. There you go. Good stuff. Right, we've got to go to a break. Rita, Rita the man eater. She's happy with it. There you go. See, women aren't as uptight as you think they are, Sats. I'm not saying women are uptight. You're the one that's our saying... Listener, our, our female listeners are good chicks. Rita the man eater. No. Oh, Rita the man eater. Yeah. Oh, she's a vegan, is she? Okay. Uh, break time. <laughs> when we come back, are we doing That's Ridiculous or Like It or Lump It? Or both? This shows That's Ridiculous. Time. All right. We're going to a break. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, we've got That's Ridiculous coming up soon. Mickey G from Woodbury, we're going to get to your uh, message very, very soon with That's Ridiculous. Now, number seven, we mentioned it earlier on, Woogie thinks that men shouldn't play netball. (laughs) But the Diamonds beat the Ferns 35-23 to take out the Fast Five Netball World Series. The coppers have fallen at Netball Australia. The title will be theirs. A dominant display in the decider. And Australia go back to back in Fast Five. How the men go, Sats, in the Fast Five? Did Good. They, it went well. Did they? Did they win? No. What was the score? Did you watch no, it? I didn't know the score. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I didn't know the, the final score. You didn't watch it? Number six, Sydney Kings score the last 15 points to get the job done over the Brisbane Bullets, 104 to 95, in what was a neck-and-neck contest. Sydney's turn offensively. Adams can't be stopped. It was good up up until the last three minutes when the Kings took control of the match. Mm. Good contest. Brisbane Lions hold on by two points to beat the Adelaide Crows. This is the AFLW finals and the scoreline, 39 points to 37. Play on the call from 50. Bonner, high, long, off hands. Critical. The Lions secure a home preliminary final. There you go. There you go. What? (laughs) It's all right. I thought what was disappointing on the weekend was the crowd at the Sun Swans. Terrible. On one side of the ground, I don't know how many were on the camera side, mm. but there was nobody. Mm. Absolutely poor crowd. Um, let's go. Number four, Beth Mooney hits her third WBBL ton as the Perth Scorchers defeat top of the table Sydney Thunder by a whopping 42 runs. She absolutely hammers it and she brings up the 100. A remarkable innings from a Cricketer. Mm. Number three. Are you interested in the segment at all tonight? What is wrong with you? Oh. What's the matter? Talk to me. Nothing. Is your throat sore? It is very sore. I've got some uh, honey out there if you want to. Uh, I need one of these. It's good. Actually, <laughs> this is a good lead in. Chris Waller trained a tissue. 
Oh, got like it. it, yeah. Wrapped up the Melbourne Cup carnival by taking out the $3 million champion stakes. A tissue down the outside and Jewess is trying to get a run. Zaki in front, kicked a length in front. A tissue coming at Zaki though. A tissue moves up to Zaki, Buckaroo, and then came Jewess who's trying to come on. But a tissue sprints away. A hundred metres to go. Two leaks in front of Zaki and then Jewess. But it's a tissue. J-Mac again. A tissue wins. Second Jewess. Third young... Ah, uh, more money Did for J-Mac. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Hey, just on the text uh, yep. from New Zealand, Rita. Rita. Another female. No, Rita's in our group. She's from Hanma Strings. Oh, that's right. No, your listeners. Yeah. You? No, I remember. I've got to mention before that Mark Stafford's hot tip for the New Zealand Trotting Cup, to, uh, trot, trotting cup just as close, uh, tomorrow is Beach Ball. Thank you, Rita. You know my wife's name's Anita. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the girls call her? Anita the Meat Eater. What? So can we can we start calling Rita that? Every time I think Rita... Rita the meat eater. Rita the meat what? eater. Well, that comes down to Rita from Hamner Springs. Does she want to be called Rita the meat eater? I mean, the meat eater. Um, give us a thumbs so. up. Uh, um, number... or an aubergine for yes, <laughs> thumbs down for no. We've got a song for Anita as well. Well, this is what your daughter's singer. Yeah, I can't repeat it on air. Uh, Gold Coast club cricketer... I, I, I'm not going to play any audio for this, but the Gold Coast club cricketer Gareth Morgan... Pulled off a miracle when he took six wickets and six balls for Madrabar Narang against Surface Paradise on the weekend. He bowled a sextuple wicket maiden. That's what it's called. A sex S I X sextuple. No, it's sextuple. That can't be true. Yeah, it's like they're using the same obviously terminology as when you have sex what? tuplets. No, it's got nothing to do with That's it. That's what six babies are called. Sextuples. Sextuplet. Sextuple. Oh. Right, but, but anyway, he, he comes, listen to this, he comes on the bowl, he's the captain, he's made 36 with the bat. Mm. So can you not check your phone while I'm talking to you? I'm Mickey G sent us a text message, I'm getting out All ready right. for that, ridiculous. So he, they needed five runs to win off the last over, Service Paradise. Yeah. The skipper comes on the bowl, mm. and in that last over, he takes six wickets, a wicket off every single ball. We've never seen that at the... At the Top grade, have we? No way. No. No, so well done, Gareth, on well, your sextuple. Number Maybe. one, Mitch Moses scores his second ton in the World Cup. 177 not out. Mitch Moses? Oh, Mitch <laughs> Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Moses wouldn't score oh, 177, would he, Steve? Into the gap. 100 for Mitch Marsh. A fine oh, knock. Sweet. Sorry. His second ton of this oh. World Cup. Teammates are on their feet, the crowd are on their feet, and the big boy from Western Australia has done a fine job for his country. This what about the team that has the bye plays the Wallabies? 206 says. And Sharky T says, my good lady's name is Leanne, with an I. Strange way to spell it, but anyway. The big G, come on, Jay, she wish she had a meat. No, I said uh, we call her Anita the meat eater. Mm. She loves a meat. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. You okay, mate? You into the rest of the show tonight? I, I am. I just... What, what did Mickey G... Mickey G said us about thinking bus drivers. So, my That's Ridiculous last week is mm. that in Finland, which is a good That's Ridiculous, mm. is they've got a button... You know when you push the button to say, I'm next stop? Yeah. Ding, ding. As you're getting off, they've got a button that says, thank you. <laughs> Obviously, in, in Finlandy. Why they talk over there? Yeah, um, and he's saying, um, 
The extra button just to say thank you lends itself to be abused by the rat bag element that would press it anyway just to annoy you. So he's saying... Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, that's ridiculous that people would use that to their advantage to be annoying. Right, OK. Hmm. He did say, um, uh, evening sats and woogie money disappointment for 24 is the charity shield being moved. I love having all those country roads to myself. Cheers, Mickey G and Woogie. My last passenger said thanks. There you go. Good stuff. Right, we've got to go to a break. Rita, Rita the man-eater. She's happy with it. There you go. See, women aren't as uptight as you think they are, Sats. I'm not saying women are uptight. You're the one that's our saying... Listen, our, our female listeners are good chicks. Rita the man-eater. No. Oh, Rita the man-eater. Yeah. Oh, she's a vegan, is she? Okay. Uh, break time. <laughs> when we come back, are we doing That's Ridiculous or Like It or Lump It or both? This shows That's Ridiculous. Time. All right. We're going to a break. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day. Time for That's Ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Sats, I love this one you're putting up today. I just... I'm worried about the future of our world. After this one. Yeah. Are you talking about the... That's ridiculous. The one about the moon. Oh, this is on the Love Island. So you watch Love Island? No, I don't. Well, how'd you find out about I it? I just saw it on uh, TikTok. Top BJ, tick, do you watch Love Island? Uh, I watched the earlier seasons, but not anymore. You're single, aren't you? Yes, I sure you am. You should be on there. Well, the Definitely you... not. The way you don't bathe, I'm not surprised. Leave, he does bathe. Yeah, it was one of the requirements to get on Love Island. I couldn't. <laughs> Now, have you got the audio there from Love Island? So have a listen to this. Like, that thing's giant. How many times bigger is it than Earth? Like... The moon? Yeah. No, not bigger. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what a meeting of minds. The moon? Seriously. <laughs> nah. You just said you're so into it and you don't know that the moon's bigger than Earth. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, I feel sad. I don't think it is. <laughs> The problem is she's made him doubt himself. The moon is bigger than Earth. It surely it has to be. Because when you're looking at the moon from Earth, it's huge. It's so bad. But, like, it's so far away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what's going on? Honestly. Seriously. Is that what it's like if you're going to go and try and date a woman nowadays? Oh, it's not great here. That's um, that's pretty stock standard. Really? Mm, it's not great. So wow. just for those who don't know, and I'm talking about, you know, Rooster Muzz and those, mm. you know. Um, the, Why'd the, you pick out Rooster Muzz? Rooster Muzz. I, I love him. Uh, 20%, 27% of the size of Earth the moon is. 20%? 27%. The size of Earth. So you've got to hit that's ridiculous, actually. Sorry. Yep. Come on, Thank that's you. ridiculous. The reptile says that's ridiculous. The bulldog signings. Well, they've made a lot of them reptile. I've got to say, a lot of them are utility players, can play a number of positions, but it's good depth. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how it's going to convert into wins. I've got another one for you. Yeah. This is uh, from Toronto Rod. That bowler got a quadruple hat trick. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, he didn't. Quads four. Yeah, he's technically right, but it's apparently a sextuple. So. So, a hat trick is three, right? Yeah. What's a double hat trick? A double hat trick. 
How many wickets is it? Yeah, well, six wickets. No, it's not. It's four. A double hat trick. Is four wickets. That's stupid. In a row. That's silly. Well, that's how it's been since the dawn of cricket. I don't understand it. I would think it's six. Yep. But what would it be? Okay, if it wasn't called a double hat trick then, mm-hmm. what would it be called in your in your universe? What, five? Wicket, wh- four. Four wickets. What would you call it then if it wasn't a double hat trick? So you've got a – what's three? A hat trick? <laughs> so four would be you, a – That's ridiculous four again. Would be a, well, four would Come be on, a, that's ridiculous. Quad droplet what? or whatever. It would be a quad, something right. quad. And a five, and five balls in a row? would be a pent something. You're ridiculous. You know that? Why isn't no. five, five's pent, isn't you it? You've got another one for us? Yeah, I've got another one. Um, Ronnie Palmer, the Cougar, yeah. who's been involved at in the NRL and rugby league for so many Roosters, decades. Roosters, New South Wales. Uh, yeah, Australia? the West Tigers, Penrith, Gold Coast. He is one of the great men of rugby league. He is, for the first time in maybe 40 years, is without a club. What? Yep. No, it's, that's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. This guy is so good for your um, for your connection and for your playing group. He is the most positive human being ever, and he's actually admitting he's a little bit lost that he's not with a club. So, is he, can a club out there please snap him up? He's he'd be great for you, like your rehabilitation group. He's just with your players that are out injured and they're they're in that dark place because they're not playing rugby league. They're not with the, the normal mm. playing group. He would be fantastic around those players. Mm. Mm. Um, how old is he? Ronnie? I reckon Ronnie, he's one of those guys that he's looked after himself. I reckon Ronnie would be, I reckon Ronnie would be 70. I'm just so, going to throw that okay. out there. Simon, maybe you can retire and enjoy the later part of life. Uh, hey, Sats, how did the Australian ODI side fit Mitch Moses into their salary cap? I know. I know. Um, all righty, break time. Thank you. That's our. That's... I've got another real quick one. Well, I'll make it quick. Tiger Woods. Yep. When he was a junior, he was not allowed to go to the clubhouses. Right. Because of his colour, of course. Yes. So he used to put his, his spikes on in the car park and then he'd walk up to someone and say, an official, and say, Where's the first tee? What's the course record? Right. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's awesome. That he took that attitude. Well, he had to walk to the first tee. No, where's the first tee? As in, right. show me where it is. Yep. I'm going to dominate. What's the course record? I'm going to break it. Right. Breaking barriers. Stereotypes. Right. Awesome. Okay. That's, 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 that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous as he, wasn't allowed in, he wasn't allowed in clubhouses. Tommy from Sydney as we go to the break. Boys, that's ridiculous. Taylor Swift has eight of the top ten positions oh, on the Billboard US chart. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. See her run into the arms of Travis Kelsey today. Well, that's a good love story. I I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Break time. Uh, you got a la- you got a last laugh for us tonight? Of course I do. Are you right picking your ear? Well, I've got an itchy ear. I've got a bad throat. Oh. <sighs> What's the bet that you're sick tomorrow night and I'm left here holding the can? <laughs> Representing the women of Australia again. <laughs> Becoming ridiculous. Uh, break time. Back in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. 
building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats, uh, last laugh coming up in just a moment. A couple of uh, text messages here. Crime scene. We are talking about Robbie Williams earlier. Mm-hmm. The English newspapers are the best. I liked how when Robbie had a... Uh, he got a bit chubby. The headline was Blobby Williams. <laughs> Jeez, they were brutal towards him, weren't they? Well, the English press are brutal, but yeah, the times, yeah. Um, hey, Jason Scott, I think uh, the talk of PVL crosscode desperation being about kicking rugby while, rugby while it's down is very wrong. It's pretty clear he's more concerned about the fledgling men's netball becoming a, a behemoth and the country's favourite men's code, P.S., does a hook and tease work better or worse if you actually say hook and tease at the hook moment? Always learning from you guys. Cheers, Brad from exactly. Reddit. Now, Carmel earlier, along with some other listeners, said it was the song we were looking for was Jokers, Clowns to the Left of Me, Jokers to the Right. Stuck, Stuck in the middle in with the you. Middle Rightio, let's do it. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. I'm having trouble at home, actually, with the wife. Still? Yeah. She's basically said I've... She's up me for about, about poker. Playing too much poker. Yep. I think she's bluffing, but... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? Hey, Maddie really? from Benalla. Really? Luke Bruce, Hawthorne, grew up in Tamora. Would have made a great number seven, Leaguey. Trent Barris' first cousin. All right. Good to know, man. Got to go. Back tomorrow night. See ya. See ya. Good night.